ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Lighthouse Coffee. Grand Lighthouse Coffee is the e-commerce business that sells certified organic fair trade coffee, either whole bean or grinded. Chemicals do not touch the beans, and the farmers who grow the green coffee are paid and treated fairly. Coffee beans are made to order so you will get freshly roasted beans no later than seven days after being roasted. Grand Lighthouse also provides memberships for families and businesses depending on how much coffee you purchase per month. For more information and updates, follow like them on Instagram, Facebook at Grand Lighthouse Coffee or visit their website at GrandLighthouseCoffee.com and don't forget to use your promo code EastWest to get 10% off. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gran Leyenda Tequila. This tequila knows there's no substitute for a great taste. This award-winning and organic tequila is handcrafted and comes in four different flavors. Gran Leyenda takes great pride introducing the world to organic tequilas that do not compromise quality. To learn more, visit GranLeyendaTequila.com. Gran Leyenda, the official tequila of the East-West Football Podcast. Must be 21 and older to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. Whether you're flexing your faith or customizing clothes, Lambs of God Designs is the place to go. Check out the latest merch at lambsofgod.faith. Use the promo code EASTWEST to get 10% off your order. Now back to the show. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize. Defense wins championships. Pride and passion meet success. You got to love what you do. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Ari, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, it's been a, it's been a wild last week. We had free agency. We had a lot of big signings. We had a lot going on. The cap went down, which caused a lot of panic around the league, but Thankfully, that all happened. It's quieted down a little bit, and looking forward to talking with you guys. We appreciate that. Now, Ari, I know you get this a lot, but can you let us know, you know, or let our audience know how it all started off for you uh, up until what you, what my sports update is today? Yeah, for sure. You know, so my sports update, as 
as you guys know, of course, it's a one-stop shop for all the NFL news that's going on around the NFL. And I started this a while ago. I started it all the way back in 2013. And of course, as you guys know, the NFL is the most popular sport in America. It's not close. The NFL is, is king, as I always tweet out whenever there's ratings and stuff like that. So I was always an avid football fan and would watch all the games. But then the news aspect is always the thing that caught me. You know, I was always fascinated by the business side of football, how, how you know, it's literally a 12-month thing. You know, like there's, it, it never stops. It's always stuff going on. So I used to literally track down every free agency move, um, every m- report. I would, I would have it down. I knew everything that was going on. The draft was and still is my favorite event in the league. And I decided in 2013 to make a page, a Twitter page, where I would track everything that goes on and keep people updated. And the reason I wanted to do that was unlike some other sports, let's say like basketball, where there are, you know, two main reporters, football has a bunch of people breaking stuff. So I felt like if I was to make an account where I would take everything from ESPN, NFL Network, Fox, Yahoo, The Athletic, whatever it is, and put it all on one page, I think it would be easier for the average fan to know what is going on around the NFL. So I started doing that and it simply grew by itself, you know, because people really appreciated the work. Instead of having to follow so many different people, you would just follow me and all the notable stuff that happened in the NFL, the thing that you should know about is all going to be there. So that's what happened. I, I, I did it. That, that's how it basically started. And as I said, it grew on its own. And then, you know, From there, I kind of just, you know, expanded it by creating a website, nflupdate.com is my website. And last year, before the 2019 season, I also created a podcast, the My Sports Update Football Podcast, which was going really, really well. It's right now on hiatus, but I expect it to be back very soon. So we have all that going on. And one of the things that I stress all the times with the account is turn on notifications for the account because whenever you do that you're not going to miss anything that's going on around the NFL you're going to be no you're going to know everything that is going on around the league whether it is a signing or a cut or a trade or the TV deals or whatever it is because as I said the NFL has so much going on every single day 365 days a year throughout the year there is something that is happening the NFL never sleeps the NFL is king and that's basically how it all went down I think you said it well I think I think uh what you know, when we look at when we look at it, I think that there's I think for the for back of their terms, like you said, there's it never stops, right? The the information is always there. So if you could, could you sum up the 2020 NFL season with everything that the that was thrown not only to the NFL but to the world? Yeah, you know, the 2020 NFL season was one that I'll probably never forget because going back to last offseason, I remember of course Tom Brady just signed with the Buccaneers was a big deal, but that was really when the whole COVID thing started, of course, right? So the offseason was going on, and I remember all the signings, and there was the big trades that happened, I think, all in one day. There was um, Hopkins, Buckner, and Diggs all happened in one day. But the one thing that I kept on telling myself was, that I don't know if we're going to be able to start this season even on time or if we're going to have it because how the world was going on. So the draft then happened virtually, and the one thing that I – Again, I was tweeting this a lot and some fans were getting angry angry at me because I was saying it too much, but you got to give kudos to the NFL and to the union for what they were able to do this past year of making the season actually happen to have 17 weeks without a single game canceled, right? Everyone said that there's going to be an 18th week and you're going to have to postpone, you might have to expand the playoff field. 
For the NFL to be able to pull all of that off, it is something that will probably never be forgotten what they were able to do, what they were able to do. And they basically created the blueprint of how a season should go during a pandemic. If you look at all the other sports, basketball, baseball, when they started, they had a lot of trouble. If you remember the Miami Marlins had a big outbreak. Basketball has been having a lot of postponements on, on their own. What the NFL pulled off was one of the most incredible things that happened. And you, as I said, you got to give credit to, to everyone involved, the players as well, who stayed committed to, to, to the rules. I mean, I spoke to a lot of players who said it was really tough on them. You can look at a situation like in Philadelphia of Carson Wentz where he actually said at, at his introductory press conference that one of the things that really hurt him last year in Philadelphia was the fact that in a COVID year, you really cannot be around your teammates and have those relationships with your guys, whether it is being at lunch or going out after practice and doing those type of things. They didn't have that. So the players took a very big commitment as well. So overall, the 2020 NFL season, of course, the games were incredible. Um, the level of play was was still fine. The Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. But for, for it to actually happen is what's incredible. Well said. Serious. Hello, Ari. How you doing, man? First, I want to thank you for joining us today. Yeah, for sure, Kendall, man. I see you got a Patriots hat there, man. You, your team was really busy. Hey, yes, it, hey, there, it is, there ain't no way to go but up from what we did last year. So I'm, I'm happy to be a Patriot fan on it because, hey, Jerry did tell you, I haven't worn his hat, hat in a long time. It's true. I was kind of down on my guys. So it's just, it's, it's, it's that time of year again. I'm just ready to get back into it, man. But um, like I said, I want to thank you for taking time out your day for joining us. I know you're busy. You're the Adam. You're, you're like Adam and and Ian Rappaport. You're like everybody. So I know you're busy. So I ain't gonna hold you too long. But um, one thing I want to ask you, uh, speaking of Adam and Ian Rappaport, what is one way that you try to like um, come off like when, whenever you're posting your tweets and posting your updates? How do you try to differentiate your, differentiate yourself from Ian Rappaport and Adam Sheffield whenever you do post your tweets? So yeah, for sure. So Adam is actually one of the main reasons I actually started the account. I looked up to him a lot growing up and the way he would work and the commitment he had to his job and the way he treated people. And luckily, I've been able to get to know him a little bit um, as well over these last couple of years. But what I try to do, at least when it comes to news, and you probably saw this over the course of free agency, is always add more to the tweet, not just have the news but add more to it. So let's just use literally before I got on here, there was a signing, I think um, Kyler Fackrell just signed mm, with the Chargers, just, right? So instead of just putting the news, you also include what he did last year. How many starts did he have? What does he do? That's great. Is he a leader? Is he, you know, ABC, you, you include more than just the trade or the news aspect of the, of what's going on. And when you do that, there are a lot of, you know, fans who might not know who this player is. So give them an idea of what he is, what he does and all of that. So, you know, most of the insiders in the game, usually what they try to do is always have the story first, which obviously is very, very important, but you also have to add a little bit more to it and let people know who is this player? What does he do and what makes him so great? And that's what I really try to do with my tweets is always add more to a tweet. I know somebody else who does that as well as Field Yates, who's at ESPN mm -hmm. as well, who I, I should give him credit. He's the one who really gave me the idea to start a podcast. So um, he does that as well. And he does a great job at it. But that's something that I try to differentiate, at least between them. And also what I try to do a lot is also, you know, give roundups of what's going on. Sometimes there's so much going on in the NFL that it's hard to keep track. So let's just say 
this offseason, there was there was there was a few times where like a lot happened in, in one hour. So what you do is let's put out a tweet with this is what happened in the last hour, A, B, C, D, E. And in case you miss it, this is this is all that went down and and do that. Or another thing you could do is, you know, the Giants made a lot of moves this offseason. Here's a roundup of everything they did. So do do those type of things. Try to be different. Try to be creative. Try to be unique. And that's also one way of being different than everyone else. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome right there. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I want to ask you is like, I know you said the draft is like your most, your best time. You love covering the draft or whatnot and um, posting about the draft. Do, do, does the draft keep you more busy than free agency, like the first wave of free agency, or is it is it or is it just the draft? You know, posting all these pigs, being on top of all these teams, and all these all the moves are different that are that are um, coming out. So which which one is it, the draft or free agency? Do you enjoy doing? I mean, I know you said you like doing the draft, but which one keeps you more busy? The first few days of free agency, or you know, the the first hours of the draft. Yeah, I, I would say free agency, just because free agency you could always there's always going to be something that, that comes out of Norway. I mean, the draft also does, but the draft is more, the draft is more of a, gr- a grind for a couple of months until you get to that night. Once you get to that night, it's more pick by pick. There's 15 minutes on the clock for each team. There's more time a little bit to, to calm down a little bit and get ready for the next thing. And it's more of an event for the draft. Free agency is just a frenzy where things are going nuts all day long from the tampering period on Monday until Wednesday finally comes around when free agency officially quote unquote starts. Right. So you know, I think for Aiden, just because it is so much more hectic and, and all 32 teams are trying to improve themselves. And the simple reality is, is that during free agency, it is so it's so it's so hectic that when teams are talking to agents, you got to decide right away about what you want to do. Do you want to accept this? Are you going to move on? Because the team could easily say, hey, um, if you don't accept this now, we're moving to the next guy because we have a next guy on our list. So the draft is more of a, you know, it's a pick by pick thing. It takes a little bit of time. There's the commercial breaks and all of that. And it's more of just a fun event to enjoy after a, a couple of months of getting ready for it. For agency, it's just madness all the time. So I think that is, is, is by far more hectic for me, at least. Yes. Um, when you first started the Twitter and posting the updates on the Twitter, has there was there ever a time where you wasn't sure about something and you had to go peep it? Rappaport and Adam Schefter's tweet to see if it was tweet peep at their story to see if everything was right on your end. I mean, when you first started, yeah. Yeah. So, so one of the things that I take very seriously with the account is to make sure you're posting right information. I take that very, mm-hmm. very seriously. That it's good to be first, but it's more important to be right. So, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the NFL where it might be true, but you're not 100% that it is. So I usually just hold off a little bit to see if there are more people who are going to confirm it or wait for a little bit more information to come out. Um, I'm sorry, like a plane flying by over here. I don't know if you guys can hear that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you always want to make sure that you are right and not just first. So I always, always, always make sure to confirm it. I've gotten better at this over the years. I used, I used to be much worse at it where I would actually want to post post something where I might have been 85% sure, but not 100% sure. But over the last two or three years, I've taken that far more seriously. And that's also one of the main reasons why the account is so great is because people know that all the tweets you're getting, this is the real information of what is going on. It's not some other stuff that might be happening or could be happening or is rumored to be happening. This is what this is what is happening. So I take that very, very seriously. And it's something that's very important. I wish more people would take seriously as well, because I remember this offseason, there was a thing about, um, I think it was, I don't want to say who did it, but somebody posted that Tom Brady wants Odell Beckham Jr. on the Bucks, And 
that wasn't a true report. They gave it the source as Adam Schefter, and Adam never said that. So it's very important if you're going to use somebody as your source, also go to check back and see, did he actually say that? Was he saying that with a straight face? Maybe he was saying that as a joke. You got to go back and make sure everything that, that is out there and make sure it is really what was meant. Well said, Ari, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, now it's my turn, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, normally, I mean, people that, that, that listen to our podcast, they know, you know, I try to, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit, I don't want to say serious, but, you know, I try to bring out the best and, and try to inspire the, the next generation, right? Because obviously there's going to be youth after us, but let's get to know you a little bit better. Um, you know, you, sometimes you break the news so fast that it's just insane. It's nuts, right? But let me ask you, what is your favorite breaking news? I mean, what type of breaking news do, do you enjoy the most? So for me, it's probably whenever there is a, it's probably whenever there's a big free agent signing or a big trade. Those are usually the ones that get me really, really you know, amped up because it just creates shockwaves. You know, yeah. that's what, whenever you see, especially whenever you see Twitter where it's a little bit quiet and all of a sudden a bombshell drops mm-hmm. and everything just goes wild. Those are probably the best times. And like, I think, I think I mentioned it before, but last year was probably a perfect example of when it happened when we had the Hopkins trade happen. And then a couple hours later, there was the DeForest Buckner trade happen. Yeah. Then a couple hours later, Stefan Dix put out a cryptic tweet. And then two hours later, he was traded as well. When all that is going on and it's all happening in one day, I think those are the best moments when it comes to news. Like whenever, especially when it involves a star player and it just creates a lot of madness around the NFL and creates a talking point where you could be talking about it for days and days because it has so much impact. I think those are the best things, best things that happen around the NFL in the off season. So it, it, I mean, just, if you could just want to tend it, how hard is it to be an insider? So to say. So obviously I'm not, I'm not really, um, you know, on the level of all these other guys, I, I'm perfectly fine saying that, but it is a grind. It's a grind where you really have to be, committed to the job that you're doing it's not something that is a nine to five it is something that you really have to be keeping track of everything talking to people um, staying updated making the calls finding out seeing what other people are saying what is going on and you have to build those relationships it's one of the most important thing football is a relationship business so if you don't know people you're not really going to get anywhere so one of the key things is going to all these different types of events, whether it is a senior bowl or a combine or the Super Bowl or any of those things where you get to see all these different people who do all the behind the scenes work around the NFL, right? There's a, we always talk about the head coaches and the GMs, but there are so many other people inside of, a, inside of an NFL building that do a lot of work. Somebody who's been getting a lot of spotlight, spotlight for example, this offseason is in Tampa Bay, where we know about Jason Light and we know about Bruce Aarons, but this guy named Mike Greenberg in there, who's their salary cap guy, and Tampa Bay has somehow been able to get all their players back. Awesome. He's the guy who's making all those moves to make sure everyone gets back there and get the band back together. So when I say that being an insider is very difficult and you got to build those relationships, not with, not only with the people that the public knows, but a lot of people that people, you know, don't know about a lot of people who are doing all the behind the scenes stuff, the scouts, the personnel people, the director of player personnel, the other assistant coaches and all those other people. So, and the agents, of course. So there's a lot of different um, ways of doing it, but going back to your original question, 
being an insider, it takes a lot of work, a lot of grind, a lot of commitment. And that is something that all the insiders in the game, whichever sport it is, that is one of the main things they do have. I would guess that the ten, uh, it's more than a 10 then, huh? <laughs> it is It is probably more than a 10. Yeah, I would agree with you. So so I, I let's bring out a little bit more inspiration out of that, because I think I think that, you know, we have a younger generation that look up, look up to you now. Uh, I think that, you know, nowadays, uh, maybe maybe let's go back, you know, 2013, you know, Twitter was still relatively new. Mm -hmm. uh, but now in uh, modern day, the, the, the younger generation, they're very uh, used to using Twitter to communicate. And so mm -hmm. for that younger generation that maybe wants to break into the NFL, whether it be the, the, the niche that you're in or, or another one, I mean, what do you think that you could, what, what is it that you could share ultimately that, you know, a best piece of advice as far as, Hey, this is, this is kind of like a best practice kind of deal. Like as far as, you know, uh, maybe a skill set that they should develop or cultivate. Is there anything that you can maybe give as advice for the younger generation? Yeah. So especially when you have a passion that is sports like mine is, mm -hmm. you got to understand something that it's not going to happen overnight. That's the most important thing. Now, I will admit that me starting the Twitter account in 2013, I kind of got lucky because if I would have probably started it, let's say last year, it might have been a little bit more harder. But what you have to understand, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen over a course of a year. It's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of work and you cannot give up. That's the most important thing. Oh. And then going back to what I was saying before, it's it's you got to be able to talk to people and build those relationships with people who are in your industry. And you got to know, you, you got to just, you know, talk and, and, you know, become friendly with them and be honest and be truthful. And if you're going to do that, you're going to get that back from them as well. And that's how you start building your, your contacts, basically. So, it, of course, it depends what you want to do. But as I said, football is a relationship business. And that's one of the most important things. And not just football, it's really any sports. It's yeah. not just football. It's any sports. It's, it's really people, people, people. And you got to know. Um, you you got to be able to do that. That's probably one of the most important things. And again, it's not going to happen overnight. It's something you're going to have to grind and you're going to have to work really hard and you're going to have to not give up. And there's going to be those days where you feel like it's not going the right way. You can't stop there. You got to keep on doing and keep on doing. I know it sounds a little bit cliche, but it's the truth. That's how it's done. Um, I could tell you myself, when I started in 2013, there was a time probably in that 2015, 2016 year where I felt like this. I might be wasting my time a little bit, but you know, I kept on doing it. And eventually there was a breaking point where I felt like, okay, this is actually going somewhere and I kept on doing it. And now it's gotten to this point, which is obviously great, but it's not over yet. You got to keep on pushing, keep on pushing and never, never stop. It's very, very important. Don't stop. Don't stop. Thank you for sharing that. So I got a couple more because I mean, I, man, I, I think I could talk with you for hours, but so, <laughs> you know, what are the, what are the DMS look like, you know, especially when you oh break news, man, just if you could just, I mean, is there anything that, that, you know, somebody, somebody, you broke news on somebody and they're like, I haven't heard that. I mean, something along those lines. So, you know, my DMs, I, I leave open and I don't know why I do this, but, but I leave it open and I get, especially during the football season, when games are going on, my DMs are going crazy and I try to answer most of them. And it's funny, before we started, you mentioned how you once DM me about um, mm -hmm. a fake account. Um, 
pretending to be me and posting a story. And I get that all the time as well. And I just told you, you know, just report the account yep. because people are trying to personate me and I'm, and I'm not verified. It's a different story. But going back to the original question, yeah, my DMs are, are kind of wild because I get so many, especially during the season, whenever it's fantasy football season and during the off season, when the free agency period and draft is going on, because everyone wants to know what their teams are going to do. So I try to answer most people. I'll be honest. I don't get to everybody, but it's, it, it is hard, but one of the funniest ones that I ever got was there was a safety who was a free agent and sorry, he wasn't a free agent. He was on a team and it was during pro bowl voting. Right. And one of his, I went to check the NFLPA website and I saw in his contract, he has a 500,000 incent, $500,000 incentive to make the pro bowl. So I posted the pro bowl voting. And during that time, they only gave them um, the top two players at his position. So he's like, hey, hey, man, love what you're doing. Could you just find out if I'm also in that voting, if I'm close to it? I'm like, why do you want to know? He's like, I, I, I just need to know for, for, for a personal reason. So I went to check the website. I'm like, oh, he has an incentive. And then I called a couple of people and I found out that he's actually um, a little bit farther down than where he's supposed to be. Oh, um, but um, yeah, it's just funny because, you know, there are a lot of athletes who follow me and they see what's going on. And, um, you know, sometimes you'll get DMs from them asking all these type of questions, which is always funny, but um, I don't think ended up making it, which obviously is unfortunate, but um, those are the type of things that, ha that go down in the DM sometimes. Yeah, it, it's a very, very, it, it's, it's always entertaining down there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, right? I mean, because like you said, I mean, it's hard with the business that you're doing. I mean, the breaking news is coming in and for you to just stay so humble. All right, thank you so Ari, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for being so humble. I, I can see that obviously the future that you what you want to be known for is the truth, right? Uh, facts, right? Yeah. So uh, I, we appreciate you joining us on uh, on this episode and uh, much, much further success for the future for you. Thank you. For sure. I really appreciate it, guys. Feel free to reach out whenever you guys need anything. I'm more than happy to help. And keep on doing what you're doing. I mean, you guys spoke to me a little bit before we started about what you have going on, and I found it very, very impressive. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Keep grinding, and eventually you'll see the results. Believe me. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. And that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this edition of the East-West Football Podcast. For all your latest news and updates, make sure you go to eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also our new YouTube channel, eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. 
but I like airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.